Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic, Recognizing Feelings. Experiencing feelings can be a challenge if we've had no previous experience or permission to do that. Learning to identify what we're feeling is a challenge we can meet, but we will not become experts overnight, nor do we have to deal with our feelings perfectly. Yeah, a lot of times it was just like, I think in recovery, I'm just you know getting very close to uh, or recently learning about grief, but you know it was just to shove those feelings under the surface because there wasn't either a utility; uh, they were ignored. And uh, you know, again, a, a big reason why I continue to do this podcast is just to be accountable for, and, and just realize how important the feelings are. Uh, I was reading in this grief recovery handbook that you know. You're not here because there's something wrong with you. You're here because something's right with you. And then the other part that I thought of was you don't have a broken brain. You have a broken heart. And that one made, gave me space to pause because, you know, I think feelings are in the heart and other parts of the body, not necessarily in the head. And to kind of outthink trauma, for lack of a better word, is not a winning proposition. Back to the reading. Here's some ideas that might be helpful as you learn to recognize and deal with feelings. Take a sheet out of paper, take out a sheet of paper on the top of it, right? If I if it was okay to feel whatever I'm feeling, I wouldn't be judged as bad or wrong. What would I be feeling? Huh, like anger, fear. Then write whatever, sadness maybe, happiness. Then write whatever comes to mind. You can also use the favorite standby by many people of discovering their feelings, writing or journaling. You can keep a diary, write letters you don't intend to send. I like that one. Or just scribble thoughts onto a notepad. That's a good one too. Watch and listen to yourself as an objective third person might. Watch and listen to yourself as an objective third person might. Uh, this reminds me of some inner child work uh, I had done with Lucia Capicchioni. Listen to your tone of voice and the words you use. What do you hear? Sadness? Fear? Anger? Happiness? Wow, that was the ones I said. What is your body telling you? Is it tense and rigid with anger? Running with fear? Heavy with sadness and grief, dancing with joy. Talking to people in recovery helps too. Going to meetings helps. Once we feel safe, many of us find that we open up naturally and with ease to our feelings. We are in a continual treasure hunt in recovery. One of the treasures we're seeking is the emotional part of ourselves. We don't have to do it perfectly. We need only be honest, open, and willing to try. Our emotions are there waiting to share themselves with us. Today, I will watch myself and listen to myself as I go through my day. I will not judge myself for what I'm feeling. I will accept myself. And I remember when I did the Hoffman process, uh, seven days of therapy in seven days, or seven years of therapy in seven days, they say. Uh, you know, I remember on that Thursday experiencing anger, tears, and laughter, you know, within a half hour period. And... I thought, who does that? And I remembered children do that. They don't repress. And they get over it. Release. Back to, uh, and that is the end of that reading. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic, strength. We don't always have to be strong. Sometimes our strength is expressed in being vulnerable. Sometimes we need to fall apart to regroup and stay on track. We all have days when we cannot push any harder cannot hold back self-doubt, cannot stop focusing on fear, cannot be strong. There are days when we cannot focus on being responsible. You know, I was just talking to someone 
a reeling suggestion I'd gotten, I think a year and a half ago, you know, whenever there's a case of the fuck it's and really to put an emphasis on self-care and play. And it can be easy things like music or drawing uh, and just, you know, walking in nature. Back to the reading. There are days when we cannot focus on being responsible. Occasionally, we don't want to get out of our pajamas. Sometimes we cry in front of people. We expose our tiredness, irritability, or anger. Those days are okay. They are just okay. Part of taking care of ourselves means we give ourselves permission to fall apart when we need to. We do not have to be perpetual towers of strength. We are strong. We have proven that. Our strength will continue if we allow ourselves the courage to feel scared, weak, and vulnerable when we need to experience those feelings, uh, particularly taking rest. Today, God help me to know that it is okay to allow myself to be human. Help me to not feel guilty or punish myself when I need to fall apart. The next reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, isolating. Being adult children, we have learned to endure colossal amounts of abuse and aloneness that only we understood. As adult children, we often forget that isolating is as natural to us as breathing. Woo. We may not even realize that we're doing it. Our first reaction to pain is usually to hold it inward, waiting until we're in agony before we tell someone else or reach out for help. I think this is why it's really helpful to have, you know, someone to check in daily regardless. Back to the reading. You know, and I think for me, it was just always you ask for help when, you know, the shits hit the fan. The tools of the ACA program help us come out of our isolation and begin to form new habits. When something scares us or upsets us, we can go to a meeting or call our sponsor. When we share how we feel in meetings, we look around the room and often see heads nodding in agreement. The feelings we were too ashamed to admit become not so bad after all, as we realize we're not alone. Our black and white thinking may even be causing us to see things as much worse than they really are, particularly in the morning and in the night. I mean, no decision should be made prior to uh, 10 a.m., I would say. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, serious. Back to reading. We have felt alone for a long time, but we don't need to feel that way anymore. By working the ACA program, we can place our trust in a higher power and know that we will be safe in turning our pain over. We can let go of the need to isolate. On this day, I will remember that I don't have to suffer in silence. I have a program that is helping me to learn to break my habit of isolation. And our final reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, one day at a time. We learn to restructure our sick thinking one day at a time. I didn't like the word sick, but yeah, it's just the disease of alcoholism, man, it is nasty. It ruins a lot of families and recovery saves a lot of families. Back to the reading. Recovery happens sometimes whether we're completely conscious of it or not. We just have to keep coming back and doing the work one day at a time. It's amazing when we find we've been thinking about a type of situation that used to bother us and poof, it no longer has the same power over us. Maybe we encounter something that reminds us of the past, perhaps from our childhood, like how we looked at some classmates and wondered what it felt like to be in their shoes, envying them their seeming smoothness and ability to do everything right. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, I think I was like the landmark for them. They do this visualization where, you know, you visualize that you're terrified of everyone. And then you also do this where everybody's terrified of you. And like at some point, like people start laughing. Anyways, I digress back to the reading. Maybe we encounter something that reminds us of the past, perhaps from our childhood, like how we looked at some classmates and wondered it felt like to be in their shoes, envying them their seeming smoothness and ability to do everything right. 
The same one-down mentality was what we carried into adulthood, substituting that popular kid for someone we were working with, or a neighbor, or another parent. What we didn't realize was we were judging our insides by other people's outsides. With the help of the ACA and giving ourselves the time to work out a recovery, we realized that the sick thinking we carried around for so long is evaporating, right? I didn't even realize that that kind of thinking was sick. It was normal. We ask God to direct our thinking. We no longer look at things the same way. We think about that kid or those other people and suddenly understand the shift in our thought process. We see reality that not everything is as it appears to be on the outside. We learn to look deeper, especially at ourselves. On this day, I know that I am not now, nor have I ever been less than anyone else. And that concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kuan Saluja reminding myself to pause, because that's where God is, to feel my feelings, and to remind myself that there is no healing without feeling.